Hey guys, we're back. <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed our um, our Women's History Month edition of podcast. Kimmy and Alyssa did a phenomenal job, wouldn't you say, Chris? Absolutely, absolutely. And the funny thing is, I was they were pretty nervous in the beginning when we were saying, "Hey, I think you guys should host." And man, they did an awesome job, and they had you could tell they had a lot of fun doing it too. They were they were amazing, but. Um, now you're stuck with us. So hope you guys still enjoy our, our voices. I hope you missed them. Hope you missed them. <laughs> but we'll say I think it'll be nice to uh, invite them to host every once in a while. I'm pretty sure. And if you guys feel the same way, let us know. You know, let us know on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere else you guys can follow us. But um, yeah, I definitely want to have them back because I'm pretty sure they enjoyed it. Definitely, definitely. But today. You're listening to the Rack Around Table podcast, episode number 43. I'm your host, David Oria, and I'm here with my co-host. Chris Agana, and our guest today is uh, Ria Cabardo. Uh, Ria actually was able to combine her two passions. Um, one is healthcare and the other is marketing. And now she's doing really, really awesome things, um, promoting awareness for cancer. So it was great talking to her. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy this one. You gotta, going back to listening to yourself and really understanding, I liked both, you know? I. I, I, I was true to the fact that I did like both, right? I wanted to be a part of medicine somehow, but I was really good at marketing. Trust me, it's out there. If you like two things, anybody out there who likes two different things, there's always a way. I know someone who loves music and loves medicine and now is doing like occupational therapy using music. Hey, before we get started, let's hear a word from our show sponsor. Are you having trouble writing a personal statement? Trust me, you're not alone, we've all been there. Sometimes the hardest part is getting started. That's why Personal Storytellers created a free mini course to do just that. The course takes you step-by-step on how to get started writing a personal statement, taking your stories, weaving them together into a true personal statement. And the course is free, so check it out. You can find it on raccoonroundsofficial.com. They also have workshops on reviewing and revising your personal statements. All the resources are there, so check it out at raccoonroundsofficial.com forward slash personal storytellers. You're listening to the Raccoon Roundtable podcast. Here's where we all come together, share our stories about our struggles, mindset, and goals so that we all can get to the places we want to go. We appreciate you being here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. All right, so let's just like jump into it. Seriously, like, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, for for the people, of course, in the in the interwebs um, that don't know you, go ahead and uh, just introduce yourself. Give us a little bit of background about you, where you're from, where you are, what you do. Um, give like a, the abridged version, of course, because we're gonna get into a lot of that a little bit later too. Okay, so I'm Ria Cabardo. I currently live in Seattle, Washington, or. Washington State. Um, I am a military brat, so I moved around a lot. Um, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. A lot of you don't even know where that is. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> um, but I've lived in uh, every part of the U.S. So I, I'm able to say I've lived in, I believe it's like three countries and uh nine states something like that nice wow um i traveled a lot and a lot of it's been from um my my background in the military with my dad my dad 
military family, as well as for work. Um, and I just kind of go where the wind blows and see where, where I land. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I do right now, I work for uh, Providence Health Systems, which is a big, um, it's on the West Coast. We are spanning from California all the way up to Alaska and also Texas, um, but I'm part of the brand marketing department. I'm one of the project managers for that initiative where we're unifying um, Providence. So on top of that, I do a lot of marketing, graphic design, websites, just whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> nice, fellow, fellow military brat over here. <laughs> yeah. What so, part of the military were you, was your family in? Oh, my dad was in the Navy. How about yours? Air Force. Air Force, nice. Oh, explains Nebraska, because I don't think there's any Navy bases out there. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no water here, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess just as far as your educational background, what did you study before you, you jumped into your career? So it's funny, because I'm in marketing, but I started off um, pre-med. <laughs> Oh. I was pre-med, um, neuroscience was my major, and I actually was going into nursing. I, I did like the CNA, I wanted to do all that. And I think, I mean, this, I don't know where this conversation is going to lead, but let's be real. As, a, as um, Asians, we're always pushed to become somewhere in the medical field, right? So yep. in my mind, I was always going to be a doctor whatever kind of doctor I was just gonna, I was going to be a doctor by hook or by crook, but, um, <laughs> it didn't happen. And something was always gravitating me and pulling me to marketing. And so, um, I was a neuroscience major and now I am going, I went back to school and decided to finish business marketing. Nice. Uh, when, I guess it's interesting that you say that because, I'm sure a lot of people out there listening have felt some sort of pressure also to, to go some sort of career. Um, typically it's the medical field and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a byproduct of, of that, I guess you could say. Uh, but, <laughs> we're not here for me. We're here for you. <laughs> so, so my question is like, when, I guess, can you, can you even pinpoint a time in your life where that switched and, um, and kind of like, what was that? What was that even like? And because I know, again, we're kind of a product of our environment. And if your environment's pushing you one way, and then you're in your mind, you've kind of flipped the switch to something else. You know, what does that look like for you internally? But also, what does it look for you um, externally? I'm telling you, it was a long time coming. And I'll give you this. It get kind of gets to me because I didn't I've always thought, so I say thought because I always thought I wanted to be a doctor. I mean, I love people. I'm super caring. And I just, I want to find a way to help someone. Right. And in growing up, you're always told it's either your doctor, lawyer, or what's the other one? Nurse. Engineer. Yes. Computers, computer science. Right. And then I was like, man, I think I'm going to be a doctor. I can help out. And I held on to this idea in my mind that I would be a doctor. And all the way up until I was in my late 20s. And what was 
disheartening for me was every time I thought I was going to get there, something always knocked me down. And I thought it was just failure upon failure. Like, man, I can't seem to grasp this, this, you know, I can't achieve becoming a doctor for whatever reason. And I'm thinking, what, what's wrong with me? Right. I mean, I'm going to talk real, like what's wrong with me? Why can't I'm smart? Like I can, I love anatomy, you know, those little things in your head. Right. And it, I'll tell you, it wasn't until I hit my thirties where I said, you know what? I think, mind you, while I'm going to school, I'm working a full-time job as a marketing person. So when I told you I was in school, I'm in school full-time as a neuroscience major, pre-med, trying to get all my credentials, but I'm working full-time as a marketing person. So I was doing direct mar direct mail marketing. And I used to call it, oh, it's just my side hustle. But I mean, it wasn't really a side hustle. It was my full-time job. I worked for Google for a little bit and I was helping them during when they were launching their project on um, uh Google my business, I was part of that team and I was being like pushed around to different places to build teams. So I'm doing it at the same time. And I'm thinking, I'm going to be a doctor, but I'm going to do some marketing. But it wasn't until I was 33, 32. So this is just a couple of years ago when I said, you know what? I need to just be true to myself. I think I love marketing. Like this is where my passion is. I love designing and I can still help people. There's so many business, small business owners out there that can't, that don't understand the importance of marketing for their company. And so I thought, dude, forget this whole like this thought in my mind. And I'm telling you, no joke, the minute I switched over my mindset and stopped splitting my brain, literally, <laughs> Once I put it all full force into marketing, I went, it was gone. I flew and I haven't really looked back. And I just, I mean, I know all of us have different beliefs, but I'm going to push this out there for myself is that I give back. I think that it's funny because God is good. At the end of the day, he put my two favorite things into one. And he gave me, it was like, he wrapped this gift and was like, here you go. This is for you. I'm now a marketing person for a hospital. Man. So what can, you know, you just <laughs> let awesome go title. and let that's God, so awesome. and that's what happens. So yeah. I like you bring it all the way back to, I'm thinking, gosh, why, why, why? And I'll tell you right now, when I say like, it just went off when I let go of this idea and I I followed my this like it went it just I'm all let me just <laughs> <laughs> but like it went off because I think I I devoted myself and I committed myself to something and I loved it and what was the most amazing part about all of that is God was able to give me both of it both of them right and now i've been um i just got promoted to program manager for this initiative where providence is partnering with stand up to cancer and where um we are going into communities of disparity and we're 
trying to bring awareness to getting screened earlier for those who are in the black and brown communities. Wow. So I'm that it's hits awesome. me directly because my grandfather passed away at 50 by, from colorectal cancer. So wow. I'm telling you, you give into your passion and commit to it. It'll do its own thing. Man, like <laughs> as you get talking, I'm like, okay, I want to ask something about this. Honestly, that's like, there's so much things going through my mind. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I guess I, I kind of go back, I'll go back to where you said that you, you had to be truthful to yourself when you realized this path of you wanting to be a doctor maybe just wasn't for you because we have had a, a previous guest who, um, named Brian Burling, he made that same kind of, um, suggestion where it's like uh, you may be pursuing something for all your life i think he used the example of like a dancer or a singer but if it's not working out at one point like you have to be truthful to yourself right and maybe there's another passion or another path for you for you to explore and which you did um so when you were going to school uh you were studying neuroscience um when you were doing or having these side jobs for marketing what pulled you towards marketing um was it just an interest or like how how did you get your those jobs and and, and what pulled you towards those jobs I'm a talker. <laughs> I like, I mean, I, I've always been good at sales. And to be honest, what happened was while I was in school, I, so I was a CNA. And I was in school. And I needed, I saw, you know, when you back then, I would as a CNA, you're only making like $9 an hour. Yeah, it's like 10 years ago or something like that. And um, I said, I still need another job. And so I saw this job opening at this uh, direct mail marketing company. And I said, man, I could do that. <laughs> I, could, I could be a, a, you know, an assistant or whatever. So I walked into that, to that um, office and literally started talking to the owner. And I made such a bold comment. I said, um, he goes, well, I have this stack of um, resumes that I still have to go through. I said, I guarantee you I'm better than that entire stack. And he goes, Ooh. that's a bold statement to me. <laughs> he said, well, show me where I'll sit and I'll prove it to you. That's what I said to him. And he goes, well, when do you want to start? I said, tomorrow. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's how it all kind of started was I had this side hustle so that I could pay for school marketing. And I just kept at it and another opportunity came after another and I gained so much experience and expertise. I say the word expertise because I've done it so much that when you ask me, I can answer it quickly. But you know, when you don't know anything, it's like you have to Google it or you have to research and figure it out where now it's like second nature. And um, so that's where it started. I thought it was just gonna be a side thing <laughs> so but um i don't know that's how it kind of started the whole marketing thing that's the pull the gravitational pull i call it was every time i was going this way something was like well you could do a little bit of this you know a little bit and then when i finally said no more a little bit of this i was like let's just go for it that's where it all changed wow that's that is the fact that you said that is is pretty incredible um, and I feel like at, even at this point, like we could like go down so many different paths for this conversation. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, okay, 
you know, I, I envision when you were telling that story, I was just like kind of envisioning you again, walking through this office and just like being just so confident in yourself. Right. And I think this is, I want the, I want like people that are listening to, to really take this away from, from you. Like, where did you get that? Because so many people want that. And so many people talk like they have it when they don't need to use it. But in that instance, you know, you demonstrated like your own like self-awareness. You like knew who you were, you knew what you wanted and you knew how to communicate that to somebody that you thought you could help. How do you, where do you get that? And yeah, where does that, where does that even come from? I'm, I'm always going to bring it back to my faith. Everything that I do before I do it, I'm not kidding. Before I walk into a place, before I get on the phone with someone I don't know, I always say a quick prayer. I always ask for something. And this is what I, I always say, please bless me with the confidence that I need that comes from you. And so before I talk to anyone, before I, before I even got on here, I was like, okay, please bless me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but I think that's where my confidence comes from is once you kind of like say that out loud, you let go and you just do what you got to do. And if you, you know, while we're having this conversation, when I told him boldly, I can be, I'm better than that entire stack. I was listening to him. So a lot of it is like, you have to listen and really think to yourself, can I be an asset to this person? Will my, you know, and not, I might not have had the, um, obviously didn't have the, the knowledge yet or the skills yet. But what I did know is that I had the grit to get in there and learn. And so if you have that grit and, and eagerness and work ethic, then you have the confidence. You should have the confidence. You shouldn't even question yourself anymore because you're, you're always going to learn how to be better. better. But um, it's about, like you, you know, you were saying being true to yourself, believing in yourself. Yeah, that does come with time and experience. But if you don't put yourself out there, you're never going to get there, right? Yeah, that's like another like theme that just keeps replaying is just putting yourself out there and making sure that you're going for whatever you're, you're seeking. Um, but also here, a lot of just identifying and knowing what your skills are and your strengths. I mean, obviously, you are passionate about uh, neuroscience and trying to become a doctor, but you knew you had this strength of of sales. You knew that you could do something with this, even though it may have started as a side hustle, eventually blossomed and became this whole new career. Um, as you started you know, self-reflecting and realizing that maybe I should go down a different career path. Um, was there any expectations from um, like your circle, like your family or friends as you pursued first medicine, now making this change to marketing and a different different career? Was there any fear of any kind of failures and expectations to, um, towards them? Um, go ahead, share. Oh, yeah. I mean, David's smiling because he's like, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, you know, you every your family only wants what's best for you at the end of the day they just want you to be happy healthy and strong in the faith or whatever it is that they want for you right maybe they want you to be wealthy whatever it is but they want what's good for you they want the best for you 
But unfortunately, their thoughts of what's best for you may not always line up to what you're supposed to do, right? What's your path? And as much as, I mean, I was told there was one time I was given a long text message, stop marketing, please stop doing this. This isn't going to get you anywhere. I, I'm begging you get a real job. And I was like, oh my gosh. So you're telling, I'm telling you, I got it for sure. But everybody has to go through that. I think to get, to be able to stand up like straight and with their head up and be proud of what they're doing because they went through the trials. They went through the like, no, you can't do it. No, it's not gonna work for you. But you keep pushing, eventually it'll it'll make its way. And you know, I go back to listen. When I said li I listened to him and then I, I had to think to myself, I go back to, you have to listen to yourself. Listen to your body, listen to your heart, listen to even your health. Maybe mm -hmm. you're like pushing yourself to do this thing, but you're getting sick. Why am I getting sick? Why am I not feeling good? You know, why am I always getting a headache? You got to listen to your body. You got to listen to your mind, your heart. And so listen to yourself. And you might hear something that you really like and that might be best for you. You you like mentioned this, um, this like trail of adversity, you know, this trail of... Um conflict and resistance and i think it, it doesn't matter really what what career you choose something's going to be in your way whether it's somebody whether it's something whether it's your course material maybe it's a fam a family member friend maybe life maybe you maybe you get in the way of yourself mm -hmm. you know something's going to get in the way and because no one's no one's path is ever really cookie cutter and perfect and simple, right? Mm -hmm. But in that time of just really getting through it, you know, you said you talked about like just your you experience it, and when that wall hits, whatever it's whatever's causing it, like how do you get through that? Um, I always go back again. You're asking me things like. How did I get through it? What made me give get that confidence? I prayed. You, when you start to realize you're just part of something bigger and it's not all about you and that there's someone that you can lean on that can help you, mine was prayer, mine was God and God utilized people I'm telling you, it's so crazy. When those walls hit, I would literally hit my knees down. I would be on my knees and praying. And when I prayed, I would stand up and I had th this sense of peace. And I kid you not, the next day, there was somebody coming into my life. And this is why people are important in your life too. Don't close your door or close your back on people and don't burn bridges because you never know who who who's coming into your life that's serving a particular purpose. And so when I would ask for help, help would always come. And, and it would be in a form of, you know, a stranger 
who was passing by. I'll tell you a, a quick story. The job that I have now, I got because of this lady. So I was living in San Francisco. This is so crazy. I was living in San Francisco and I was at a Pete's Coffee and I got on the, I was on the phone and my phone was dying. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm in San Francisco. That's a whole nother story, but I was living in San Francisco for this marketing job and I was in sales and I get this call and he's like, Rhea, I have to let you go. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of San Francisco. <laughs> like, what? what is happening? And his company was going down and things were happening that I had no idea of. And I'm thinking, are you serious right now? So I start crying naturally. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And this lady sitting here having coffee with another person. And I call her my angel. Her name is Carla Denise. And she goes, are you okay, sweetie? And I said, I'm okay. I'm fine. I was like, but my, may I charge my phone? Cause they had the plug under them. And I sat, I literally was sitting next to them like this, like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do tomorrow or whatever? And after she had her lunch with that lady, she came to my table and she's like, are you okay? And I said, no, actually I'm not. And I told her we sat and had coffee. I gave her my resume. It was so crazy. Right? So this lady's just generous beyond generous. And, um, she's chief of strategy at some company, but that was 2012 fast forward. We're in 2019. I moved to Seattle and she's like, Rhea, I have, I I'm now the chief of strategy here at this hospital. I want, you know, I'm going to introduce you just to these three people. And I did interviews and I met someone and I got this job this job at Providence. And I'm wow. telling you, 2012 wow. from this lady who just wanted to ask me if I was okay, fast forward 2019, and she's the reason why I have the job today. Wow. I consider her my mentor, my friend, my angel. And it's funny because she calls me her angel. She tells me that um, whenever I come into her life, it's as if a light comes in and I bring her peace. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so you met her at Pete's Coffee 2012 in San Francisco. You guys obviously exchanged information. Did you keep in touch with her frequently? Oh, so, no. And that's the thing. It was like, wherever. So this is even crazy. So we just kind of lost touch along the way. And when I moved to Washington, she was there and hmm. we connected. You know, and, and we didn't, I never, I didn't have her number anymore. It was through Facebook and she just happened to create a Facebook account during that time. And I happened to see it and it wasn't even her name. It said like Paul, Paul Denise, cause her last name's Paul. And she goes, how'd you know it was me? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we reconnected and that's what happened. I mean, wow. I'm telling you, you people will come into your lives and just you never know when I always see it this way. There's a purpose for everyone in your life, right? There's a reason they, you may not know why at that moment, but you'll know why later on. So wow. that is, that is wild. Right? And that is, that is incredible. Yeah. Like, 
Dude, I don't, I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what to I don't even know how to follow that. Like I kind of want to like go down this like spiritual like career like path that we're going on right now, but like <laughs> there's so much stuff to like just unpack about like what you're doing and like what how you've like gotten to where you are. But man, I'm just like I'm first of all like I'm I'm kind of in shock that like that's how you have Yeah, that's how you have your job currently. But like you know, it's it's like a culmination of like so many things, you know, you it's like you had to like understand who you were like from a very from the from the beginning, really, as much as you were pulled in two different directions, you know, you you eventually you ended up, you know, like just letting go of the resistance. And that resistance was, you know, the thoughts that were pushing you down a path that you maybe didn't necessarily want to go towards or that that just wasn't you know, as fulfilling for you as, as what you've, you're pursuing now. And, you know, of course there's like this, this spiritual component to your journey and there's this trust in, you know, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever um, comes into your life is going to, you know, serve a purpose and it's going to help propel you to, to like your goals and your, and your future that you have plans for, you know? And, and like, I just, I don't know. I just love that so much. Like, because, it takes someone to really understand like who they are and what they believe and, and their mindset and, and, and not even their mindset, but like their heart set, like what's like really there, you know, what you really love and what you true, what's truly important to you, which is, again, I just have to give you just the props that I think it's just, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, go ahead. Man. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I think, uh, another thing is that you're willing to connect with a complete stranger at a time that you are vulnerable, which I'm, I'm glad that you did because, I mean, this person is asking out of concern if you were okay. You let her know and she was able to somehow help you down the line, but you gave her your resume. She may have not given you the, that job at that spot, but I mean, I, and then you took another step to try to find her on social media through Facebook, you know, and, and just all those steps is not always something that so someone's willing to do, you know what I mean? Not everyone's going to want to add somebody they met years ago on Facebook again, that could potentially be a connection to, to, and the reason behind it isn't always related to your career, but you just never know. You just never know. I mean, I landed on this job through a connection through LinkedIn. That's, that's how it is. Right. I'll oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, no, I was going to say my reason for connecting with her too. I didn't even need a job at the time. Mm hmm it was like it was um it was more like hey i miss you know i i hope everything's okay and that's what how i reached out to her just i think being genuine mm -hmm. is huge if you know how i mean you know i don't know if you can teach that it has to be sincere you know you need to like genuinely care about people and it always just comes back to you right and you know, I just wanted to plug this in because if this is for people who are searching for what to do in their lives, um, I recently learned you got to set some sort of plan or goal. You know, you were saying like, how did you, it propelled you to get to this place. And my problem before this all happened was I didn't have a plan. It was so confusing. I was confused. Obviously, I was doing this. Medicine, marketing, medicine, marketing constantly. And so when I would get this great marketing position, I would always be like, oh, it's temporary because I'm going to be a doctor. Mm. And nobody understood it. They would see my resume. They're like, neuroscience major, but you're in marketing? It didn't make sense. 
But the minute I dropped it and I created a goal and a plan and a destination, I'm telling you, it was like everybody just came into place and I ended up where I where I am today. Wow. I mean, to to kind of piggyback off of that, right? Like sometimes things don't go according to plan, right? But in order for them to not go to plan, you got to have a plan. And you got to yeah. have a go- you got to have a goal, right? And so when like how I guess speak on finding that goal, discovering that goal because like you said, you were the it seemed like you're, the roadmap that you were trying to follow kept having these forks in it. Do I go to, do I pursue medicine? Do I pursue uh, marketing? And then again, you go down some path and then it forks in the road again. Do I pursue medicine or do I pursue marketing? So how do you even formulate a goal when you don't even understand where you're going? Mm, that's a good one. I always had two goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, life is absolutely a journey because you're not going to learn that until you, I, I, I would read books. I would have, I did a lot of um, goal oriented books. I would read a lot. I would um, journal planners. And anytime you're in that mindset of planning and journaling, you're going to run into articles, books that are going to show you that, you know, do this, do that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, I had to go through these struggles. I had to want both to get to where I'm at. So that's why I say it's a journey. Nothing's cookie cutter, like you you were mentioning earlier. Everything's designed for you. And I'm telling you, my path was designed for me because had I not studied medicine or had this desire for medicine, had I not push myself to take all these side jobs, you know, I, I wouldn't get to this. I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have today. Right. So that's where the journey comes in. But so I'm not saying take my path, <laughs> like go be confused and find yourself and figure it out. No, what, what I'm saying is I think at the end of the day is following your passion in your heart right? You got to going back to listening to yourself and really understanding I liked both. You know, I, 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 I was true to the fact that I did like both, right? I wanted to be a part of medicine somehow, but I was really good at marketing. Trust mm-hmm. me, it's out there. If you like two things, anybody out there who likes two different things, there's always a way. I know someone who loves music, and loves medicine and now is doing like occupational therapy using music. That's awesome. Their patients. So, you know what I learned from Carla Denise is there's going to be a point where you're going to make your own title. Mm. You're going to create your own job. Don't be afraid of that because I'm sure all these opportunities right now, social director of social media. Are you kidding me? That wasn't even a thing 10 years ago. (laughs) Like, or 20 years ago, you'll make your own, you know, but just know you got to figure it out. Listen to yourself. 
and I felt like you're talking right to me about combining my the things I love <laughs> to create my own job with that. But I mean, with you sharing your journey, I, I want to learn more about this promotion. By the way, congratulations that you have now this new job, what you love about it. And if somebody is interested in trying to find that path, what would you suggest? So go ahead. So um, me being the program manager for the Stand Up to Cancer, is that what you're referring to? Yes. Oh, man, this is... I just got off a meeting this morning with the doctor. Um, this is the coolest thing that I've ever experienced, like ever, because I'm working with the most brilliant minds in, in medicine. I'm working with, I've worked with the CEO of Stand Up to Cancer. We're all sitting in the room together, everybody sharing their ideas, and it's all for the good you know? And so what this initiative is, is we are going into right now into LA and going into predominantly black and brown communities because colorectal cancer, the high, the, the death rate for um, that ethnicity is high. It's the highest, right? And what we're told is that it's actually one of the, the preventative, it's a preventative cancer. You can prevent getting colorectal cancer. And so if we can, you know, a big reason why they're, they're, um, the mortality rate is higher there is because they don't have access to medicine. They're not aware of or they don't get screened, right? And so now we're bringing a group in there to get them screened, to give them that opportunity. And it's free. They can get screened oh. for free. And if they find out they have um, colorectal cancer, we will treat all the way to the end. How amazing is that? Like, who does that? And this all stemmed from Chadwick Bozeman, actually, the doctor that we work with. Oh, wow. Part of Providence. So Dr. Anton Belchek was the doctor for Chadwick Bozeman. And he treated him and do, while he was still alive, he would, you know, he thought he was going to beat it. And that's the, you know, it, it really hits home for our doctor because he said, I want to do something for my community. You know, I want them to know that they can fight this, that this, they can prevent this. And he's, Dr. Bilchik was like, let's go. And he goes, it's not time yet. And he passed away. And so mm -hmm. it's huge. It's a big initiative right now for us to do. And so being a part of this, I'm, I'm part of, not only am I part of the research side, and the community engagement side, but I'm also overseeing the marketing side of it. So creating a public announcement, you know, you know, public service announcement. That's, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, it's a, a great opportunity. I love it. It's, it sounds amazing. And just like the, yeah, it's, it's for the common good, you know, and, and, and I love that. And the fact that you were able to kind of incorporate that into your, into your career, although it's not, you know, you, it's not a degree in medicine or anything, but you've, it's part of you and it's part of like what you do. That, that's amazing. I, I kind of want to get into like, what, like, what's your day to day look like? You know, what do you actually do? And uh, the teams that you're a part of and this, the, the ideas that you're creating, you know, what's your day to day week to week look like at your current job? I'm on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything, we, we're not in the office anymore. So, um, which is cool. I'm actually in Nebraska right now because my dad's celebrating his 60th birthday. So that's the oh, cool nice. part about my job is I can travel and work from home. And 
you know, do that. So my day to day is I, I get up at six o'clock in the morning, actually, and I have a, um, I shouldn't be, but I do, but I, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and I have a meeting at seven every day with my, um, with my boss and we plan out the day and what's going to happen. Um, most of it's done in, I'm also, I I'm split. So I'm doing the branding and then I'm also doing the stand up to cancer. Um, so I'm in meetings a lot, but these meetings were discussing, um, how we can get into the communities, what, you know, uh, last month we went, I was in, a, in Santa Monica and we toured the biorepository where they store all the tissue and the, um, the, of, um, cancer tissue and people who, you know, so it's, it was amazing to, to, to set that up. So I do a lot of meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say when you're explaining what you do now and how excited you were, I love that. Possibly one of my favorite parts of these podcasts is when we ask people, so tell us about your job now. And they get so excited and just hearing your reaction, just like, man, it kind of pumps me up, you know? <laughs> so with now your job now, you love your job now, but like say 10 years from now, 20 years from now, there's a question we've been asking all the guests as well as where do you see yourself? What's the angle? What, it, what does it look like for you? Retired. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I'm always looking for, um, different ways to grow myself, wealth, and like just that, that freedom to do things. Mm -hmm. um, but in 10 years, I, okay, this is really cool. And I do hope that this takes flight, but we'll see. I'll tell you in 10 years if it happened, <laughs> but there is a, there is a company who is called Neuro Insights and they are a marketing company who um, checks it, like it does marketing research through your brain, like brain waves. So they'll like literally hook up a device to your brain and you'll watch a commercial and they, they monitor like, well, will you remember this? Does this hit your emotion? Does this make you happy? It's so amazing. And I geek out every time I see this, <laughs> the charts and what your brain can do. Obviously, I'm a neuroscience major. So I'm like, look, I'm in these research meetings. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So um, 10 years from now, I'm going to speak about it. And if it happens, it doesn't. It's all good. I know there's always a, you know, a reason. But I intend to continue to go. So Ugh, I hate talking. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll just it's out there in the world now. But <laughs> you've talked you've talked it into uh, yeah. into existence. Existence. <laughs> so I'm finishing. So I graduate with business marketing, and I will continue my education to do either my my master's in neuroscience or an actual doctorate in neuroscience. Why? Because I'm going to do neuromarketing. Nice. So, I love that's that. What I mean by meshing the two into one so wow trusting the process right now that's my 10-year <laughs> plan there you go oh man that's that's awesome that's so cool um you know we want to give you an opportunity to for people to connect with you you know and to um you know see what you're up to talk and, and talk a little bit about the stuff that you're doing so go ahead and if you if you want to uh go ahead and share how people can connect with you whether it's on your social media and also about the uh, the project that you you have going on um with your hospital and your in your partnership with stand up to cancer yeah um so what how to get in touch with me like mm -hmm. you want my phone number no <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you can email me at ria.cabardo at gmail.com. That's R-H-E-A dot C-A-B-A-R-D-O at gmail.com. So that's directly to me. Um, also, if you're interested in helping or volunteering with the Stand Up to Cancer in L.A., um, my email is ria.cabardo at providence.org. So it's the same spelling at providence.org. So if you're interested in volunteering, being a, we call it chat, it's, um, they are the community health, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I apologize, but I'll tell you, when you email me, I'll let you know what it is. But where they're chat members who they go into the community and, and, and encourage others to get screened. So if you wanna be a volunteer, you wanna be part of this team, Ria.cabardo at providence.org. Love it. Love it. Uh, that's going to really help a lot of people. And man, I'm just, I'm happy that, you know, you've, you found what you, what you truly love. It's, it definitely sounds like it. Thank you for having me on this podcast. I actually was super nervous, <laughs> but um, I think that what I wanted to say is, you know, for, I just told this to one of the kids um, that, Follow your passion. It's huge. You will go to, and I know this isn't an ideal thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. And if I get backlash, whatever. But um, <laughs> I think that follow your heart, follow your passion, because at the end of the day, you're going to gravitate towards that. You're going to go to school for something, but on the, at the end of the day, you're going to want to do this thing. So listen to yourself. Listen to your mind, your heart, your body. Most especially, listen to the one that you deem as your creator, and you'll you'll find your way. 